We're live. I just realized. No, we're not live. We are now. Now we're live. I just realized I'm out of coffee. Started this whole show without coffee. Are you going to be able to continue without a coffee, or do you want to? I don't know. Running out of coffee, like I can carry it. I can. I can talk about you while you're gone. I don't. I know you can. That's my. That's my concern. Lock and Cross 957 Cruise FM in Edmonton at Lock Just and Cross on Twitter. Just sewer you. <laughs> I miss those days. I miss those days of like those high school days, right? Where like someone would leave. Do you remember? I don't do this anymore, but I used to like love getting in the mud with people and you'd, you'd walk yeah. past a group of people at work and they'd be like, hey, come here. We're talking about this guy. I'm like, fuck, I'm all in. I'm in. Let's go. I love, I love Being sewer. content for the show tomorrow. <laughs> Uh, uh, anyway, I'm nice desperately trying to get something out of Jimmy today because we were doing, we were doing, uh, what were we doing? New Year's resolutions? No, no, no. We were doing people on social media that are annoying. It's funny, you didn't come up. Anyway, um, and I know there's one guy that just drives Jimmy crazy, and I'm like, yeah. you know, and as he was telling the story without mentioning the guy's name, um, he, uh. <laughs> He would not bring him up. I'm like, you sure you don't want to drop his name there, little buddy? And he wouldn't do it. He wouldn't do it because he didn't want to give him the pub. No, He's like, no, no. That's there's like this competing interest in that conversation, right? Where it's like, if you see someone who's really annoying, like there's a and, and listen, Twitter is literally a wasteland now, right? And by the way, Elon Musk, uh, the valuation of Twitter 2024 just came out today, 12.5 billion down from 44 billion that he paid for it. That's <laughs> solid work in a year and a half. Not even. It's in one year. Like solid yeah. work. When does he you, care though? No, I don't think he does. It's kind of I don't a, think he cares. It's yeah. a cool part of it. Um, but I, I was laughing because it's like it, it literally is a wasteland. If you're on Twitter, you know that. And I, I don't interact with people anymore. It's like I don't fight people. I don't argue with people when you're like, "Hey, this is uh, this is interesting. Have a look at this." Or like, "Fuck you, cuck." And you're like, "All right, whatever, man." <laughs> like it just doesn't matter to me. Um, but I laugh now because like the most annoying people on social media are like political people who are just trying to convince everybody that the world is a certain way. Like, I don't know if, have you seen the latest video from Canada's own Pierre Polyev, Alex Jones's favorite politician. Have you not seen it? No, Uh, no. Fascinating stuff. Like you talk about gaslighting and misinformation. This is beautiful. And I've got a new opinion. Like I've got new year's resolutions this year. My one, I've got several of them. One of them is to, not take any of this shit seriously anymore because you drive yourself crazy. Like you yeah. drive yourself nuts. But well, you've um, kind of been in the deep end of those waters for a while, Dean. Yeah, 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 um, yeah. I've taken so this stuff I'm, seriously. Like I'm there's glad, a serious portion to this. I'm glad you're like, trying to swim to the shallow end. <laughs> Good um, for you. Political disinformation. Well, you yeah. can't be angry at it all the time. Like sometimes it's really funny. Like this one. Pierre Polyev, he has he's been missing in action. He's the leader of the Conservative Party of Canada. He's missing it, and no one can find him. Apparently on some taxpayer vacation. Good for him. I don't care. Um, but he gave a speech apparently in Vancouver uh, this year, and they pulled some clips out of it, uh, superimposed it on a green screen. And it, these clips are the best. Uh, the first clip I'll play, which makes me laugh, is Pierre Polyev talking about how how important electricians are to society. Don't disagree. Like electricians are important, right? Yeah, AC, DC. You don't want to fuck around. He's always stuff, bringing so. up electric. He's got a bit of a boner for electricians. I think I think he probably does have a bit of a boner for yeah, a dude. Yeah, it's like weird. Yeah, because it's it's that in the wood. Like, it I, explains the projection, doesn't it? Yeah, yeah. But anyway, 
Um, I think yeah, a, lot of, a lot of guys that did like no actual manual labor for any amount of time in their entire lives are probably fascinated a little bit about, you know, with people that can actually work with their hands and do something constructive in life. So well, that's, that's it, because he's is. been a politician his entire life. Like he's, yeah, never he's had got a useless, job. sad excuse for an existence. Right? Probably a lot of electrician porn on his browser is yeah. what I'm thinking. But anyway, I want There's you to weirder listen stuff to, out there. Probably. Yeah. I want you to listen carefully to how he thinks we get our electricity. I mean, this was, this is a televangelism 101 with some really key components mi mixed in. Like, Tell me you didn't say it comes from Jesus. No. Uh, well, let's watch it together. The electrician who captures lightning from the sky, runs it through a copper wire to illuminate this room and light up the world is not ordinary. He is extraordinary. That is extraordinary. <laughs> I have a couple on, of electrician let's, friends. Let's watch it again. Let's watch I it again. Enjoy and them. I want to hear. Well, hold it. And I enjoy I them hear, as people. I want to hear from you. But they're, they're not magicians. They don't. They don't. I'm going to start calling my buddy Mark they wrangle, Gandalf. They don't wrangle lightning from the sky to put hey, it in. Hey, Gandalf, how did you fire my building? <laughs> The electrician who captures lightning from the sky runs it through a copper wire to illuminate this room and light up the world is not ordinary. He is extraordinary. I think a lot of times what ends up happening is you, you, you're trying, listen, I'm not trying to make excuses for Pierre because that's pretty dumb, but whatever. I think a lot of times what ends up happening is you're trying to say something extraordinary yeah, about did. the working class. He did. That's just, that's <laughs> extraordinary. He thinks that electricians get us electricity for our homes and these lights and these computers yeah. by wrangling lightning and stuffing it in a copper tube. That guy wants to be the best. I, you know what? I love it. Dean, I'm, I, I'm not even right angry, now. dude. Like, I'm not even angry anymore. It's just like, The okay, cream has like, risen to the top. And this is what we have. And listen, I... I know that you don't need to tell old locker that he, uh, you know, well, you couldn't do it. I know I couldn't do it and I'm not going to attempt what, to do capture it. lightning. But this is no, I'm talking about running in, in politics, but you've got, you got people now it's the, we're at the bottom of the barrel. And so that's who's at the top of the, the, the pile. That's, that's the next option for the conservative leadership of our, that, He's an he's a dweeb. Like <laughs> Justin's not <laughs> JT's not that much better. Well, I, listen. I, as far as dweebs I, go, I, I yeah, 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 yeah. I don't no, mean no, to. It, no, but 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 as far as dweebs go, couldn't agree more. Yeah, um, they're we both. were literally run by dweebs, but that's yeah. like that's like. That's that's bizarre dweeb to me. That's like, you know, when you're standing there in front of people and you're like, I'm going to hit a home run. I'm going to talk about electricians who work with their hands. I'm going to endear myself to the working man. Mm -hmm. I'm going to fucking crush this out of the park. That's what I'm going <laughs> to do. I'm going to go in there like a televangelist. I'm going to tell everybody that I'm here to stand up for you. And I mean, this is, I mean, you can't write this. You can't, like someone no. had to say to him, hey, dude, you're, you're going to have to endear yourself to these these hardworking people and you need to come with like a televangelist sort of vibe. It's like, got it. Totally understand. I'm going to celebrate electricians today mm -hmm. who wrangle lightning from the sky <laughs> in, in a field with a, with, a, with, a, with a lightning rod and yeah. capture it 
Yeah. And then they send it down the line into these copper tubes so they can give us light for rooms like this. Dude. Speaking of experts, you know, we're all- Then, and here's the thing. I got to, to this clip a little too early. This is what I love about the guy now. Like, I, home, the baby. things I used to hate about him are the things that I actually love about the dude. This is him in a girdle. Um, again, same thing, green screen. You can see the lady in the front row. There's like two two or three young ladies uh, yawning because it's, this is all superimposed. None of it's real. You think he's a girl? Yeah, he's totally wearing like man spanks, I'm pretty sure, <laughs> which makes me laugh even harder. Um, he's got the glasses off. Do they he's wearing work? man spanks. Apparently, yeah, they keep the gut in. Um, so good for him. He's trying to come come clean with a new look. But what I loved about Maybe this. I should try the spanks. No, I don't think you do. You look good, dude. You're a yoga guy. You look good. Um, but what I love about word. this clip, I and I want you to. Tightening. Yeah, no, it's not a great Spanx look. Or it might be a bulletproof vest. I don't know. A lot of a lot of politicians wearing Trudeau wears one all the time. But anyway, it doesn't matter. What matters in this clip that your boy PP put out, Pierre Polyev, um, hard right, alt right, conservative leaning leader of the conservative party ahead in the polls, might be the next prime minister. Good for him. Who's killing it? I have a feeling. What's interesting? Of, yeah. I don't think he will either. But whatever. I think we're going to get him. I think he's going to. He's going to. He's going to win. Yeah, maybe. Yeah, Which will be interesting so. because I want you to listen very carefully to what he plans on doing. Stop listening to educated people. Stop listening to experts. Do what you want. Speaking of experts, you know, we're often told that there are these brainy people who have a higher standard of virtue than the unwashed masses that they have to decide for all of you and all of us because they just know better. All of us, well, we should just do what we're told. They should decide what we think and say and what happens with our money. You see, Justin Trudeau really has only two core principles. That is, the these are those principles. One, that the state should control everybody. And two, that he should control the state. Right? But who are these angels? Who are these angels from above that he has hired to run our lives? Right? They are basically people who want to control the decisions that should rest in the hand of everyday people. But how can we be sure that the people are wise and virtuous enough to decide for themselves? Aren't they just ordinary people? Ladies and gentlemen, I have held about 120 rallies in the last year and a half since I launched my leadership campaign and I have a policy that at each and every one I stay until every person who wants to meet me has sh- shaken what I will can I Did you hear can, that? Did you hear what he said? Did you hear what he said which makes me laugh. I mean, you know, like it he's basically telling people at that rally which he's told, you know, at apparently 120 rallies. People don't listen experts these people think you're unwashed they think you're mm-hmm. disgusting so he's vilifying anybody who isn't an expert in any subject any doctor anybody who's not a doctor anybody who's not a lawyer anybody who's not an engineer anybody who doesn't have information through a series of educated degrees right he's, he's vilifying anybody who's achieved anything academically or intellectually telling his people at that rally he's like don't listen to him <laughs> I will say this. I mean, it's it's awesome. What he's here's describing my, here's is my thoughts purge, about where we're at, dude. He's talking about the purge. Like, fuck. 
why bother listening to experts like law enforcement experts? Why bother listening to health experts? Do what you want. Vote for I will. I will say this. Yeah. And I've, I, I've sort of I've, I've sort of moved into these waters lately. And, and I, it's the new year. And this is a really negative sort of outlook on where we're going. And um, so I'm feeling a little guilty about that. But I, I have a very strong, suspicious feeling that we're going to see a massive increase in extremism in this country and and around the world and and just if we just talk about canada just just for instance as a microcosm of that because it i mean it's it is happening already we're already seeing it and you're seeing politicians step up in very public situations and do crazy thing and say crazy things i mean christ trump is down in the States holding rallies using rhetoric that Hitler used in world war two. And it works. Here's the thing that here's, here's where I think we're at. And this is, this is kind of a, a, a warning I think to, to people. And I don't know how to pivot or turn, turn this around. Cause I think, I think it's sort of a downhill thing right now. And the momentum is building. Mm-hmm. And I think you better get used to it. And this isn't an East versus West. This isn't a right versus left. It isn't, a, it, it's none of that. Our lives are becoming so much more difficult to, to, to live. We got so many people in our pocket um, and, and people are getting angrier and angrier and it's being fueled by the politicians and it's just making it worse. And it's, and both sides are equally to blame. And I, and I honestly think the reason why politics is the way it is right now, the the reason why it's going down this path is because they realized that a big chunk of the population has just given up and stopped actually engaging. They've turned off news. They've turned off Terry at work. They've, they're so disgusted by what it is. Here's a question for you. Do you watch news? I don't watch it at all anymore. Like nothing. I'll I read watch what I need to read. Up, I go I to certain to... like sites. I refuse, dude. I, I'm like, yeah, yeah. to your point. Yeah, you're right. Like that's one of the things, and I highly encourage everybody to do the same thing. Turn off your TV. Stop. Reading, but, stop watching. But hold news. on. Stop Let it. me just finish. I'll get to the end here. I, I yeah. swear. I think we are now living in a world where pol- politicians and political parties are aware of the fact that the only people left voting and left engaged are extremists. Mm-hmm. And so they focus, they hyper-focus their energy on those groups. And, and again, I, 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 I don't know what, I don't know what the answer is, but I mean, I know what my wife and I make, and I know what comes into this house on a monthly basis. And if this was 1982 and we were making what we were making, I, I I'd be absolutely freaking loaded and I'm not. I'm, I'm check to check. Um, the, the, the wife and I, um, I, I am seriously worried about my, any chance I have of retirement. And the thing is, I'm one of the lucky ones. I can still actually cope. I can't imagine what people are doing with families right now, trying to feed them, trying to get them into activities. You're going to, you're all that's happening in the next couple of years 
unless something drastically changes, we're just going to, people are going to get angrier and angrier. People are going to get more desperate. We're going to, I I can't believe I, any politician that says out loud anything like, I don't know why we have such a homeless problem, man. Those numbers are going to triple. Yeah. People are having way more difficulty getting by and it's, and they're, they're coping with alcohol. They're coping with drugs. It's we're, I hate to say it. I mean, happy new year, everybody, but I, if things are not, they're not a nice happy new year. Well-placed happy new year. It's like gas is going up um, uh, for everybody, dude, like for everybody. And it doesn't make, that doesn't make it easier for individuals to get by. No, no, it doesn't. And I, I, dude, I'm one of those people like you're one of those people where, you know, there, I think a lot of people think that just because you got a radio gig, everything's fine. Just because we have a media company, everything's fine. No, it's, it's Mm -hmm. hand to mouth. Every time that we, every single month that goes by, we're looking back, trying to fill up the coffers for the next month because we're going to, people are getting madder and madder. People are getting angry that everything costs more. And I understand all that, but my, and the rich are getting richer. There's no middle class anymore. Um, and, and the left thinks it's the right's problem and the right thinks it's the, 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 the left's problem and everyone's yeah. yelling at each other. Right, and right, right. Politicians just continue to find new and exciting ways of screwing us. I, and you know what? I said this out loud. I've said it multiple times on the radio show on, 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 on the locker room. And, and again, I hate being like this, but I, I can't be alone in my thought. If, if Americans paid the kind of taxes that we pay, th- there would be a civil, they would burn that country. If you took what we pay uh, and um, how much money comes off our checks every month and transferred that to the United States of America, they would burn that country to the ground. I don't know what it is about Canadians, but we just accept it. Oh, we do. We've been taxed like this forever. So it's just boil frogs. Nobody that, that whole argument, you know, and I love you, but that whole argument is like, dude, if anybody was introduced, had, had, you know, went from like 25% tax bracket at the max to a 50% tax bracket tomorrow, of course they'd fucking lose their minds. Like yeah. I understand that. But my point is this, is that, you know, we sit here and argue. We sit here and talk about, yeah, we're all under the thumb. We're all in the As always, the Dean Blundell Show is brought to you by our friends at factcheck.io. Factcheck.io. Do you believe? The good people at FactCheck are a quorum of software professionals, psychological professionals, journalists that have been very busy building some software so that you can fact check anything that you read. It doesn't matter if it's got a URL, you'll be able to fact check it. Alternative sources, origins, whether or not it was an organic or inorganic campaign, whether or not you can trust the people that are putting out the information and alternative sources. And there's going to be a weapon button too, where you can turn that information around and put it back out there accurately to combat disinformation. The good people at factcheck.io are right now testing their beta version of their free program. Yes, it will be free for anybody who wants to use it. They want to battle disinformation because it is a problem. Go to factcheck.io today. F-A-K-T-C-H-E-K.io. F-A-K-T-C-H-E-K.io. The world's most robust fact-checking disinformation software for news, social media, video, print, anything spoken word. These people are on the tip. And they use some of the finest software technology 
to be able to give you the advantage when it comes to getting agency back in your life, when it comes to information that you read. Go to factcheck.io today for more information. Sign up for the beta test, F-A-K-T-C-H-E-K.io. The Dean Blundell Show is brought to you by factcheck.io. Factcheck.io, makers of the world's most comprehensive fact-checking software that have been very busy building some software so that you can fact check anything that you read. It doesn't matter if it's got a URL, you'll be able to fact check it. Alternative sources, origins, whether or not it was an organic or inorganic campaign, whether or not you can trust the people that are putting out the information so that you can give yourself agency over information in the age of disinformation. Again, want to beta test their product? They're going to launch it in the next month or two. Go to factcheck.io today. F-A-K-T-C-H-E-K. .io. Back to the show. Dude, you know, at some point, we're going to have to start laughing at this. Like, at some point, we're going to have to start going, woes us. No, woes no, me, no. The, the, the problem is, is, is that fucking we humorous can't. To me. No, you, you can't. have to. You, you don't have a choice. You, you have to. There, you dude, can't. What other choice do we have? You want to sit here and continue be- to be angry that you can't make ends meet, or do you just want to fucking say, I'm not going to watch the news anymore. I'm not going to buy in any of the rhetoric about who's uh, under the thumb, because nothing will change when this guy, if this guy becomes the prime minister. No, he, and it, that that's not me. That's not shit. me promoting. That's not me promoting the liberals versus the, the conservatives. You know, I know I, we have no choice. It's going to get worse. Like we have a, we have a conservative government in, in Alberta. And the other day, the, who pays the highest who pays the highest auto insurance came out and and it's alberta and it is exceptionally higher than every other province and we have a right wing like a very right winged government that just rate like just pulled the caps off of a bunch of taxes and things like that too it doesn't matter who it is you're not going to get a break if pp gets in people it's not going to get easier. It, it just isn't. And I don't know what the answer is. I don't know how to change it. But at some point, if you want this this energy, this this division to stop, this this negativity, this extremism that we're seeing in politics, it we need a massive change. We need a massive like reevaluation. And and it's local too. You got local governments in your pockets as well. It. I don't know how anybody would even remotely consider retiring. You're going to be working until you die. And that's where we're at. I love the positive outlook today. I'm sorry. I don't want to be. I feel bad about this, but I'm not wrong. No, but I'm dude, not wrong. You're dude, not and wrong I don't have you. an answer. No, but you're I don't angry, know what the dude. answer is, but you're going to, you're going to get people to the point. Dude, we're extremism. there. That's the thing, dude. We're, it's going to get You're going to get people to the point of extremism. We're here. We're as extreme as it gets. It doesn't get any more extreme than this. Like the extremists, as we talk about these extremists, we're super, super busy trying to figure out what or whether or not these people are telling the truth. Like you just, I literally just sat and played well, you a not, video clip not. of a dude. I literally just sat and played you a video clip of a dude who is in line to become the next prime minister of this country. You want angry, right? Who basically just said, "Can't believe this is awesome." Oh, but we've been for eight years get, now. We've been, been getting we've been bent over by the liberal government, the sky. I, dude, who's been gaslighting. And dude, I, I'm not getting into the two party bullshit with you today. I'm not doing that. I'm not doing the what about the liberals that gaslight. I'm saying as a as a microcosm of where we're at. Right? If we all don't start laughing, laughing and mocking the low quality individuals who head up and are involved in 
politics in this country, if we don't start actively mocking them for this shit or Justin Trudeau for his shit, if we don't start taking a lighter hearted approach to your point, we're going to blow like we're going to snap. And I can't look at politics in this country through that lens of extreme hatred for each individual. It just it's not in me. Right. It's just it's not. I don't have well, I'm it talking. I'm not talking about know, okay, I'm not listen. talking about the, the individuals. I'm talking about that are no, running for the parties and being angry at them. I'm talking about dude, this we can't, growing. We can't be angry at stupid people anymore. We have to start calling stupid people what they are. And listen, we do not have super smart people that govern us. And we don't have super smart people in each one of these provinces. But it's really, really simple for me. When I listen to a dude who literally wants people to vote for him so badly, wants to run up the score so badly, he'll convince a room full of people that electricians get lightning from the sky and put it in copper tubes. Like, this is like beyond the pale of of anybody should take anybody seriously at all. It's beyond the pale. It's not even like and we're sitting here having serious discussions about it. There's no serious discussion here. These people are unserious people. That is an unserious man. And and it, he is he runs an unserious party. And I happen to believe every single political party in this country. And really, there's only two of them. Right. There's only two. Yeah. And we've been forced to go. Ugh, ugh. It's either yeah. this one or this one. Uh, who's it going to be the next four years? It might be these guys, and they might team up with those guys, and they might keep those guys a bit. But if we give these guys a chance, maybe those guys. Dude, we've been doing this for fucking 200 years. Those guys are these guys. Those guys are these guys. At what point do we all just mock the system? At what point do we all just go, listen, this, these can't be serious people? And and what point, do you, which you started off the podcast with, by the way, Happy New Year. At what point do you go, I mean, we're scraping the bottom of the barrel, which you said at the start of the thing. So how can you take any of those people seriously at this point? That's my question. How do you take anybody seriously when we all know we're scraping the bottom of the barrel for any representation, political or otherwise, social or political representation in Ottawa for us as a country of 40 million fucking people? We can't. I get what, I get what is your strategy serious. is. And I, Dude, and I it's understand. It's not a strategy. It's the truth. This is like I cannot continue to dedicate serious time yeah. that that requires serious thought when they're not being serious. Anybody's yeah. not being serious. And it's you know what? And I, I, you, you say it's both sides and I'm not here to stump for one or the other. We are bankrupt when it comes to leadership. And the only people that I see showing real leadership at the moment are the people who didn't show real leadership for the first seven to eight years of their governance of this country. Now they want to us to take them seriously. Dude, I haven't been taking any of these people seriously for years. So I'm not going to dedicate any more of my serious, hard-earned mental capacity to anybody who says, you know what? Lightning in a bottle. That's how we get electricity. Really? That's incredible. Uh, because it it's followed up by other well, things. that guy's like, probably going to win. Like never, probably never listen to experts. I am interested now in a society, a Canadian society. Tell, Don't tell me you're not, because I am. I am interested in a Canadian society that has no experts, no guidelines, no governing bodies, no gatekeepers. That's called chaos. And if you've watched the movie The Purge, any one of the five Purge movies or four, that's what we're talking about. And we've got people seriously going, that's my guy. I mean, come on. Like, it's at what point? No, do you start no, Dean, I don't entire machine, dude. I think like, at what point are, don't we start mocking want... the entire machine? People desperately want a new direction, so they're willing. Because, and, and I've said this before, and this is not something that I came up with. I heard it once, and I went, "That's so true." 
whenever I have gone in to vote, I've always done it with an attempt to try to get rid of the person that's in power, right? We don't vote people in. People don't get in based on the strength of, of, of their character. We're done with the party that's ruling and we're upset that we're at where we're at. And then we think that if we vote this other way, there's going to be some change. And then that change doesn't come. And then we let them run it for four or five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten 10 years. And then we go back to the polls and we vote to get rid of that person. And, and that's, that's where we're at politically. Um, so but those again, people used to be serious people. That's my point is that none of these people are serious. You can't take the dude seriously after we listen to what we listen to. You can't, you got to mock it. I mean, and it's just the way it goes. And then I, they go, I, I'm not on board you? with you're on the mocking thing. Oh, I'm so on board. Get on board. I can't get, I can't get on board with that as a solution to our problems. You're making it sound like if I just mock them all, taking them that seriously, life is going to be better. Dude, yeah, I do. And let me put, let me show you an example of that. Frank Magazine. You ever heard of Frank Magazine? You ever heard of Frank Magazine? I don't know Frank Magazine. It used to be this satirical political magazine. Very, oh, it's kind of like funny. The Onion? Went away. Yeah, it went away. Pre-Onion, actually. Went away. came back. Distinctly Canadian from the East Coast. So they dubbed in some I'm more AI of a Beaverton guy. Working. I know you are. I'm a big I love Beaverton, the Beaverton guy, too. Um, so they dubbed in some And you got to listen to this. It's great. This is, we need more of this. Because these are unserious people, we it, it requires an unserious response that bases unserious people and unmasks them to be the jokers that they are. This is one of the fireside speeches that PP uh, put together, Pierre Polyev, and it's very funny. And it talks, and they dubbed in some AI voice work over top of it. Um, and 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 legitimately, listen, if it's if someone did this to to Trudeau, I'd laugh just as hard. But you have to. You, this is how you have to start looking at politics. In North America, you have to. Let's watch it together. So what does batter dipping the corn dog mean to me? Well, obviously, it sounds like a fun Sudbury Saturday night. When I ran for leader of the conservative party, I said my recurring dream was of a snake disappearing down a stack of sour cream donuts, and yet I won. So I think people who feel like they don't know when to shut up can take heart from that. A lot of young people can't afford underpants. They don't even know how to put them on anymore. It's a tragedy, so I wanted to give them a sense they could take back control of their lives, one leg at a time. When I became leader, I pretended my wife and I had a great conversation about how we could convert that into Bitcoin using very human language. Ukrainian, maybe. And she suggested batter-dipping the corn dog. It sounds better in the original Ukrainian, but it means taking back control away from the Rockefellers and bringing it back home into the hands of the average idiot, back into your own home, giving parents control of the remote so the CBC stops making your kids gay. In conclusion, take me. I'm yours, your destiny, your fate, your doom. Together, let's batter dip our corn dogs and build the kind of Canada we crave like the purest fentanyl, pharmacare or no pharmacare. Whether you like it or not, that's the plan. That's Good right. luck. You're going to need it. <laughs> Come on. Come on. Tell me that's not, like, dude, I watched that this morning. and that I'm like, doesn't, that's, That doesn't fix anything. I'm not here to fix anything. Mocking it can fix it. Because if you mock someone enough, they'll get really angry and quit. Like if you do it. And, and, I, and I mean, I, it, it has to be a 40 million strong effort where we literally put all of our energy 
all of our effort into hey, what's the, mocking what's, what's the that shit. I what's the alternative? Love the alternative is mock it. No, no. The what's the alternative? If he quits, what else do we get? Who who cares? You're just gonna get another idiot that we're gonna make fun of because they're in it for the wrong okay. reasons. All right. All right, like dude, like this is what we should be doing. We should be less CNBC, less CNN, less Fox, and we should be more Frank Magazine. We should be more. I media. love that stuff. I do. I just don't think it's batter dipping the corn dog. What does it mean to you? I'll tell you what I think it means, but uh, Frank magazine won't all tongue in cheek, but we got to have more of that. Got to have more yeah. of that. You can't, you right. can't keep taking this shit right. seriously, dude. You, and I'll tell you what, here's the other thing. You know what will happen if you stop taking these people seriously? They'll work harder. To no, get they your won't. attention. No, no. And then they'll get discouraged because they can't get it. And then you take all that agency because, dude, here's the thing. This and, and it dawned on me we watching got that today. I it don't... dawned on me. Hang on, let me finish. It dawned on me watching. If you mock it, you remove all their agency. You remove any power that they might have over you, your timeline, your mood, your state of your state of well-being. Like you literally have to, and you have to be able to look at what they say and go. Okay, well, that doesn't match up. Like, like literally, when I when I heard him talk about catching lightning and putting it in copper tubes, that's what electricians do. I started laughing first of all because I was almost positive that doesn't happen. But I was I Googled it, and I I happen to fancy myself as someone who's pretty smart and likes to double check stuff. What about the people that aren't? And I'm like, my God, this is this is too much. I have to mock this. So the more we mock, the happier no, we'll I, be. No, I, yeah, no, I don't. Not, I'm serious. It's it's got to be the mo for 2024. I, I did that. That's one of my New Year's resolutions: I mock more people in 2024, and the other one is shut more people out in 2024. That's what I plan on doing this well, year. Well, now you've just been hanging around with me too long. No, I'm not. I, dude, I can't accept. I, it, I, do you know how many people we've gotten rid of this year because it's like too much time? I, I've got no time for that shit. Like at least seven. Where I'm like, I, I can't deal with your stuff. I can't. And to the point where it's you're like. You're part of the problem, though. I've talked you to you about, about this. You are you part mean? of the problem. I'm not part and of And until problem. you become self-aware enough Solution to realize only. that you are, then I don't think things are going to change in your life. What are you and maybe this about? is a step in the right direction, Dean. But I've How? talked to you about this. You have this ability. If if I put you in a room with 100 people. Yes. You're going to end up in a conversation with the craziest person in that room. Always. And you're going to end up becoming friends with them. And the next thing you know, they're going to have a podcast on the Cryer Media Network. That's you. That's on you. I've watched this over the last couple of years. Okay. And when you've ended up, when you've ended up in a relationship with somebody yeah. that you're worried might be insane, what do you do? Give him a you podcast. No, you you call your friend Locke. And what does Locke do? Warns me. I do say it. to you, dude, <laughs> listen, I can't tell you what to do. And I don't want to, I don't want to, I don't want you to not give this guy a chance. Yeah. But that person's insane. And you go, well, that's odd, Locke, because everyone else says he's awesome. And then I go, okay, I'm including out. that person. And yeah, yeah, yeah. Six months, what do you do? You call me Come back to you and I'm like, you're right. Being yeah. honest with yeah, you no, at the beginning true. and maybe I should have listened to you, Locke. It happens. But in those moments, I'll tell you a little, little secret about Dean. Not a lot of people know. I'm way nicer than I let on. And so when I, I see, someone who's, I see someone who's struggling, right? Yeah. I'm like, 
okay, I'll help you. Come on over. Let's let's go to the point where it damages me. Right. And and, and so I, I came to a conclusion again with the same thing with the, the politics and all the bullshit. I came to a conclusion mm-hmm. this holiday season. And it wasn't like like my New Year's resolution in as much was it was like this commitment to myself yeah. to free up more time by refusing to work with crazy people to free up more time by saying to people when they're like, I could really use an opportunity going. Yeah, it's not happening here because I don't have the bandwidth for it, because you know what I noticed? And my girlfriend said this to me. She's like, you give everybody all this time. Right. Yeah. And then you have no time for yourself. And, and then you're like scrambling to put shit together. You're scrambling to get your podcast on here. You're scrambling to do these things and everything else suffers because what you do is you spend so much time. And, and you know what? I didn't notice I did it. And I'm not talking about this because I'm some kind of personalized hero for people because I'm not at all because I had to make a hard decision in the last like month, month and a half. And that decision was I can't work with people who are too much work. I just I cannot do it. I can't work with people who take more than they give. Right. And I think in life. It's a pretty good rule to live by. Like, I, 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 I like the idea of being that person. I think everybody does. You like the idea of being that person. It's like, I'm here for people. I'm here to help others. No, I'm, no, no, I, I'm not. But that. I'm not here for I, that anymore. No, I, and I don't no, like no, no, the no, no, idea no. of being that person either. So you don't put that on me. <laughs> I think in general, I, people do. Like when you see someone that's suffering, right? You're like, ah, I want to help that person. I've always been that guy. That's fair. Um, and you're like, I could go help that person. But the second that you help that person, traditionally what happens is they're like, great, I've got this guy on the line. I'll just continue to take from him. Like, there's mm-hmm. nothing reciprocal about that. No one ever goes, you're one of the very few people who's like, hey, D, I need to talk to you about something. I'll call you. You'll call me. And it's reciprocal conversation where it's like, how are you doing? How's life? Oh, my life's good. How's your life? My life's good, too. What have you been up to? Oh, I've been dealing with this thing. Great. Let's talk about it. What have you been up to? I've been dealing with this thing. Well, mm-hmm. let's talk about it as opposed to that person. And dude, we had so many of these people around here over the past couple of years. And it's a complete change in scenery for me and for other people where it's like they pick up the phone and you go, hello. And it's like, OK, I'm dealing with this. And you're like, OK, hi, mm-hmm. first of all, nice to talk to you. And then they launch into this thing that they need. I need these things for me because that'll make me happy. Mm-hmm. I need your time because that'll fix me. And I can't do it anymore. Like, I literally can't do it. It's to the point where I'm like, I'm out. I'm out of that business. I'm out of that business. I'm out of that business. Where I thought to myself for the first time, specifically over the holidays, if you put more time into contracting, if I put more time into just doing what I need to do for me and for this business, Mm -hmm. not for other people to make this business better, this business would be much better than it is today. Right. The, the business of Cryer Media, the podcast, all the other mm-hmm. stuff. And I think for a lot, I don't know what it was for a long time. I thought, well, if I can just be nice to these guys and they'll come on and I'll, they all help them and they'll help me. It'll be this reciprocal thing. It doesn't work like that, because what I forgot was people are assholes. Like, well, I forgot that people will take from you what is yours if they can. That includes mm-hmm. your time. That includes your money. And mm-hmm. I'll tell everybody the story. So we got into business with these two guys. Long story short, they stole a bunch of money from us, like a bunch. Mm -hmm. And they stole money from another dude. And it's something that we're going through right now. And it's a long story. And I don't want to say it. But these guys endeared themselves to everybody with like, I love you, brother. You're awesome. And it was one of the greatest lessons that I've ever learned. 
is when you do business with people, they might not be in it for the same reasons you are, Mm -hmm. right? They might be in it just for themselves. Mm -hmm. And that actually happened to be the case. That happened to be the case to the point where it was like, I don't trust anybody. And that happened, you know, probably about two months ago, two and a half months ago, Mm -hmm. where, and I've told you about it. These gentlemen, they come in, we're doing some work with them. They're like, hey, we need some money for this. And we're like, okay, you know, it fits into our plan for that. And all of a sudden the fire hose is gone and we don't see anything. We don't see the MVP, the minimal viable product. We don't see what we've paid for. And then we can't get a hold of these guys. And now we've got a hold of them. Now we'll go up the flagpole. Doesn't matter. What matters is, is that lesson to me was like, dude, you cannot trust anybody with your money your time, your secrets, your vision. You cannot trust anybody. And and I wrestled with that for a long time. And as we got into 2024, how it impacted mm-hmm. me, and I think that this story, just to share with other people, is that I think you have to decide at a certain age whether or not you're going to be your advocate or you're going to be altruistic. Are you going to do what's best for you in mm-hmm. these situations? Like, is Are you just going to hope that everybody else shares the values you share isn't going to rip you off, is going to help you because you're helping them, that it's a real reciprocal thing. I don't know that that exists anymore. Like, I don't know the idea of you put your stuff in the middle. I put my stuff in the middle. You say your piece. I say my piece. We have a decent conversation. We go about our business because we're just here trying to get sharper, trying to get better, trying to be smarter. I don't think that exists anymore. I don't think as, as a rule, you can trust anybody that you're not related to, that you don't have this incredible relationship with, or at least you don't have a very serious book of historical examples that'll tell you about that person. Because we live in a very Or something to blackmail them with, like a video of, you know, a hooker peeing on them or something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, you gotta you gotta cover your base. Well this is a really heartwarming um first podcast of the year. Um can I can I say something? Yeah, 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 for sure. So with you and the I feel, I feel bad for you because you're kind of at a point that I was at in, uh, you know, probably 10 years ago. Um, and, um, it's not a, it's kind of sad when you get there and, uh, I hope you don't have any, like, I don't think you will. You're, you're, you're pretty strong minded person, but I hope that with what's going on with you right now, with your reevaluation of how you, you know, how you include people in your lives and what I, I do want to say this. I, and I've said this before, you have a gift. You, you do possess. If it's empathy, I'm not sure what it is. There's something about you, Dean, that you're very easy to talk to, Right. So people that do need, that are needy, um, gravitate towards you. Like, I don't have the same problem you have. I don't have that. I don't have, like, people look at me and go, hey, I'm going to share all my problems with Locke, and I'm going to feel better at the end of a 10, 15, 20-minute, 30-minute, 40-minute, two-hour conversation. I I don't get into those conversations with people Mm -hmm. because I don't put off that vibe. You do, and I think that, what you need to worry about when you I'm move done. forward. No, no, hold on. Hold on. I think you need to worry about. You can't just, it was easier for me to shut the door on, 
on toxic relationships and and needy people that are that that just take 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 because I don't have the same gift that you have. I don't have this this outward persona where like if I walk into a room of people the needy people don't come to me because they feel like they're going to get something. They look at me and realize, "Oh, that door is shut. I'm going to move on quickly." And and I've been like that my whole life. You right? got the big the, the big RBF face that everybody talks about where it's like, "I can't talk to that guy. Look at his face. He is unfriendly." And Maybe that's I need who to look I more unfriendly all the time. That's who I am. You as an individual, you are that way and you just need to I think adjust not so much your approach to life, but you just need to adjust who you let in and, and be a little bit more careful because I still Done. think you will get some, I know you get some satisfaction from helping people. I think you just need to establish some parameters on who you bring into your life and what kind of help you're going to give those people. Yeah. And I don't know what that is, Dean, but I would, I would well, caution no that you will, no, I the would, answer would, is no help. The answer is I'm done. Like, like, and you have to put those hard boundaries. I worry place. about that for you because oh, I good. think you're the type of person that will that needs to to have that in their lives. Well, you people, need to feel like you want to help no, people. No, no, no. See, and this is Are the thing sure? is I don't feel. Yeah, yeah, 100. Is it okay. uh, like there's this there's this idea that you have to be friends with everybody all the time, right? It's like a family. There's this idea that you have to be. Again, I don't open. buy into that. <laughs> no, I don't. <laughs> but. <laughs> The idea that if you're liked, it's a good thing, right? And as someone who always and everybody likes being liked, but over the mm -hmm. past several years, and I don't know if it's philosophy, I don't know if it's where I am, I don't know if it's the reading that I do, I don't know if it's the therapy, I don't know what it is, but I really stopped giving a shit, like really, really stopped giving a shit about what other people think, the, the way other people respond to me. You know, it doesn't yeah. matter to me. Like, it really doesn't. That's why I've got no problem doing stuff on Twitter that I do. I've got no problem pushing back. Because I stay in these these the the lane of the values that I have, right? Which is, you know, courage, wisdom, temperance, justice. Everything outside of that doesn't matter. Be of good character, acts for the common good, all those things. But really control what I can control. And I've realized in in time, and I think that this is something that's really important for a lot of people to realize. And I think really important and something I wanted to get to today. Really important for people who are people pleasers, right? As I am a people pleaser, you are not. But when people are not happy with you, it bothers you, and you want to know why. No, 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 no. Generally, no, not, no, no. That is, yeah, no, yeah, that's well, not fair. Okay, that's well, no, no. Then you've got no problem shutting the door, and I need to be better at it than you are. But it's you, a gift I, of mine. I, I need. To I don't carry... care what people. I don't care what people think. If if they have an opinion of me that's wrong, sure. Then that will that that will spin me. Like I'll spin on that for. Yeah. And if they voice that opinion or shared it, that's reputational, all those other things. But to truly not care about what anybody says or thinks of you, do you know it's what easy kind of superpower that requires? And, and even even though I say it out loud that I that I'm good at that, I, I'm still and I'm still probably way better at it than you are. Yeah. Uh, no one is like everyone does care. There's just there's just degrees of how much you care. Yeah, right? but I wanted to get to the point where I cared zero. Like the, the only thing that I wanted to matter to me was being able to navigate my life daily, right? Yeah. To be able to function as a happy individual. And I noticed over the past two years from working with other people. Yeah. That's not possible if you're always trying to help others. It's just, it's just not possible. And so 
I can only now help people that are in my sphere that want to be helped. I can only actually work with people who want to do the same kind of work as I do. And I can only work with people who share those same values. That's it. I can't can I give you some I advice. Can't do anything outside of that. I don't know if I want it to be honest with you. No, this is actually good advice. All right. I, go ahead. I think you can find those people by looking for one thing. If they, if they can actually legitimately present gratitude back to you for what you, for what you've accomplished for, for what you've done for them. Self-awareness. I believe they call that self-awareness. Yeah. I, I really, I, I think there's a real lack of that in the world that we live in. And I actually, that's one of the things that I tried to pass on to my daughters and uh, my, my daughter came to me a couple of years ago, actually my oldest. And she said, you know what? I do something that you told me to do and I've been doing it for years. And I just want to tell you that it, it's interesting, the response that I get. And I, and I, I was like, what? I remember telling her that if somebody did something for you, you should thank them. Mm-hmm. And so she started to do that. She took it to heart. So when she would leave a classroom, she would, as she was passing the desk, she would just lean in and go, thank you, Mrs. Whoever or Mr. Whatever for the, for the class today. And I've done that. I've done that. Uh, for for years now, I always felt like there was a lack of gratitude in the world that we live in. So if somebody does something nice, or if they're you know the cashier at the thing, I always thank them. Um, and you know, I think it's a little thing, but I think if you can find those people that actually have it in them to actually thank somebody for even something small that they've done for them, that that might be a less needy person and somebody that's going to consume a lot less of your time. Yeah. Right. And, and my daughter was commenting that she finds it odd that very few people do that. She, she said, I, and I, she kind of agreed with me that we need more. Thanks someone for minimal effort. Yeah, dude, I do that all the time too. And it's amazing how much nicer the world is around you when you're thanking people. And when you run into people who are not thankful for time, who are not thankful for your patience, who are not thankful for your advice, who are not thankful for just your time. Like, cause that's the one thing that is diminishing with everybody, right? Is time. And so when someone gives you your time, even if they're paid for it, thank them. Yeah. Yeah. Super, super simple. Thank them. Yeah. And it's amazing what it does for you too. Right. Mm -hmm. But Mm -hmm. there are two different kinds of people and I got to get away from the takers. I think everybody does in 2024 and back to Polyev politics. They're trying to take from you. It's an abusive Mm -hmm. relationship. Mm -hmm. And to get out of those abusive relationships or to not present yourself into those abusive relationships legitimately requires your ability to know what you control and what you don't, right? Mm -hmm. You can control who you let in. You can control what you put out. You you generally can, unless you're mad, then sometimes you can't. But I I would even say you should be able to control that too. But as people and as a country, we're going to go nuts. We're going to go crazy over the next couple of years until we get to an election cycle. So now you're back on my side. I told you, we're just going to get more and more extreme. No, hang on. Unless you have the ability to separate yourself from everybody else and know that you don't control them. Right. And you control your response to it. So my response to PP pure mocking. I mean, the, the, the political institutions in this country and by and large in North America deserve the mockery for the show that they've put on for the past four years. But I keep looking for something more so that we can stop this. There's nothing more. There's nothing more. Take an abuse of the, of the overall population, right? Like we're just, we're, they're siphoning dollars out of our lives 
and using it Fuck for whatever dude, the hell they need. The, forget the dollars. They are siphoning your brain power. Yeah. They're that's siphoning true. your relationships with your friends and your family. Whether or not it's a politician or the guy next door yeah. who just fucked you out of 250 for your snowblower, right? Yep. Doesn't matter who it is. There are takers and there are givers. David Price, mm. former pitcher for the Blue Jays, World Series champ with Boston, and I think LA, I can't remember. Um, he said, Hey, dude, my dad brought me up to say Boston. there are there are faucets, then there Can are drains. Yeah, he went to Boston and LA too. After he left New York. Or sorry, uh, Toronto. It was a very sad day for me. There are there are faucets and there are drains. Which one are you gonna be? Right? And you and and it, when you're a drain, right? When you're one of those people that literally drains life from others in conversations, because I go back to the victim stuff all the time, because you feel like you didn't get a great shake. You feel like the world's out to get you, or you've been convinced otherwise. Mm-hmm. I don't want you around me at all. <laughs> I don't want any of those people around me. If you f- a file a list of grievances, if you're one of those people yeah. that likes to get on the phone and complain about things, I don't want you around me. If you're someone that thinks that I can fix your problems or someone else should be responsible to fix your life, like a politician, I don't want you around me. I don't want any of those people in my day anymore. None of them. If you're going to bring negativity and if you're going to bring chaos, you're going to put it on my doorstep and you're going to tell me that it's somehow I have a, 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 like a human responsibility to help you fix it or I've got a political responsibility to side with you in any capacity, mm-hmm. I am not having anything to do with you. And I think the more that we segment ourselves, and this is a really radical concept, the more we segment ourselves and separate ourselves from what other people want for us, for them, the happier we're going to be. It's immutable. I I think we can probably just put a cap on this conversation with this. So in the new year, you need to listen to me more often. Because this is all the things I've been telling you to do for the last couple of years. And it's good to have you on my, in my boat. You never said any of this. Yeah, I did. Yeah. And if you did say it. All this I've said. All this I've said. I've had 12 beers. That's all you've said. No, I've said all this. This is all. You just put, you just took more time to say it. It's all this. This whole podcast was you you just. I could have dealt with this in two minutes. (laughs) I wish you would have more people would have listened to the entire podcast now that we're at 52 minutes, right? If you was done in two minutes, we'd be gone. We'd be, you'd be into a pint. Would have been be a way coffee. better live too. Yeah. I got to go get my car now at a car dealer. Ah, fuck it. <sighs> when are you getting a new car? I don't know. What are you going to get? Are you going to get an know. electric? I don't think so. No. Do just to be a dick is get a Tesla. <laughs> well, I took my car in today. Cyber truck. Because the the power steering doesn't work very good, and okay. we took it in, and the guy's like, oh, "I got to replace the whole thing." I'm like, "Oh my god, seriously?" He's like, "Yeah, it's like four grand." I'm like, "Oh, god. it's terrible." He's like, "Just buy a new car," and I'm like, "Oh, you know how hard it is." I've been trying to buy a new car for like. Wait, this six funny. Months. We talked about this on the show today. Do you know how difficult it is to buy a new car right now. Do you know how hard it is to find a car? Like it, you can't. You can't, you go like car dealers aren't I mean, even advertising. Sh- I'm Googling just... used cars where I live today. It's yeah. like used cars. And all the links that come up are from the United States because there are new, you no used cars for sale in this country. Yeah. <laughs> like not one. And you can't get an EV. And I was talking to the guy when he was driving me back. You can't get an electric car. And I'm like, uh, what, what should I get an EV? And he's like, not a chance. It's like, 
so stupid. Here's the other thing that drives me insane about that. Every time you turn on a, on a, on the TV, an ad comes on and every car company is talking about how far advanced they are with electric vehicles. Yet go into any dealership and try to buy one. Oh, that's going to be six months. You have to wait a year. Yeah. Yeah, You know, maybe longer. Six month wait. Yeah. I remember I told you my story about going for uh, car shopping last year at this time. Yeah. And the guy came out. We saw an ad on the on a on a webpage, and it said your car will cost this amount of money, and and it's happening now, and and great trade ins. So we drove to the dealership, did the the whole dance, took a test drive, and then I said, all right, well, the wife loved the car. Let's let's maybe have a conversation. Guy brings a piece of paper over. First off, it's ten thousand plus more than what the webpage said. Okay. And he wants to give me five thousand dollars for my car, which I know I can get fifteen for if I I'm sold so it privately. You're and I just me out right now. You're literally, now Dean, I got up, I got up, and I walked out. He's like, "What? What?" And I'm like, "We don't even have a starting point here. What is this?" Like, and I just I quit, and we kept the same car. We've had the same car now for a year, and I'm I'm honestly, I, we got to start shopping again. And and the thing is, I. I said to the wife, I think we should probably get a hybrid or electric or something because the price of gas is going to be like $9 a liter here within the next two years, especially if the liberals win because you keep you know scaring the everybody told me today? Yeah, yeah. Okay, here we go again. Yeah, you know what the mechanic fault. told me today? He's like, uh, dude, it's a matter of time before they start taxing electricity so that they can recoup because like your government wants that gas money. They want the tax gas money. And I'm like, really? He goes, plus, uh, let me tell you something. Every time someone brings an EV in here, it's five grand because like we got to go and buy equipment to fix it. Like we, we, you know what I mean? Like, it, you know it's what? just five. When, when grand. does your, when does your mechanic have his podcast starting? I love these guys too. Active green and Ross and Markham. You have to take your cars there. This guy's been around for 35 years. He's like super involved in the community. He's the kind of guy that's like, okay, I only charge. So when's his podcast coming? These things. <laughs> He's a good guy. No, he's like a total normal guy. He doesn't want a podcast. He's totally yeah. normal. He's like, yeah, no, no, I'm good. It's like a normal guy. Okay. Yeah. Write this down. No, I'm going to go recruit for new podcast hosts at the Insane Asylum, just north of me, actually. That's what oh, I'm going to you, do. You've been doing that. You've been getting the ex-radio people on. What did you think you were doing? I can't possibly be the most normal radio guy in the world, can I? No, I am. Mic. No, fuck I'm the that. most You're sane. the weirdest guy I've ever met. That's bullshit. Oh, yeah. I'm the one guy that you've been on the air with the longest. <laughs> you just keep showing up. I love it. <laughs> That's because you're boring right. in the afternoon. Thanks, dude, for doing this. Good this is a good one. I, I enjoyed this. I did, too. Thanks for helping me I'm come around to shutting people up. I'm worried about you, though. I am. I think you know what I'm you people take advantage of you and I've 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 mentioned that to you more than a couple of times it's been a concern of mine people are um are selfish with your time and uh it's unfortunate and and I I I think you need to find a way of still allowing people into your life though cuz I think you have the type of personality dean that um that gets something from that. I know that you get something from helping people that that need it. Yeah, not anymore. I just think I'm you need to pick. <laughs> I'm done. I put away the 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 helping handkerchief. I put it right here. I'm not no longer going to take it out. Hey, love to help you. Nah, I'm good. I'm up. I'm done. I'm All done. right. This is if a you good don't, one. Thank, yeah, yeah, thank yeah. you for having me. I appreciate you being here.
Thanks so much for your time. By the way, I have stopped texting you. Thank you for the, you know, you know, because you started making fun of me for those texts. What are you talking about? Well, a couple months back or well, like six months ago, you started making fun of me, but, but sending you the thank you texts, the gratitude texts. You can keep sending them. I just won't say anything anymore. I'll keep it between you and I. Anytime you say something nice, I won't tell people that you're nice. Oh, Lachlan's so nice. Fuck you. I can't believe you told people I was nice to you. All right, I'm getting out. Talk to you soon. Lachlan Cross, 957 Cruise FM in Edmonton. Give him a follow on Twitter, at Lachlan Cross. Thanks to our friends and partners at Cantorque for making this possible. Uh, check out their new website, cantorque.com. They make rugged, hardworking torque wrenches. Uh, they're totally reliable. You can trust them. They have unparalleled expertise in manufacturing distribution as well. And they're hiring if you want to become a distributor, offering total solutions under one roof. Go to cantorque.com for more information. Talk to my friend Colin. If you need a torque wrench solution, a custom bolting solution. There is no one that could make a better custom bolting solution for you in the world. And they're in Canada, manufacturing in Canada. Go to cantork.com for more information. Also brought to you by our friends at Muse on the Mic. Uh, new podcast. You can go and choose your Muse at musemassagespa.com or you can download their podcast, learn all about the world's greatest and oldest industry, uh, Body Rub Parlor, 1290 Finch Avenue West. Check them out. Enjoy their services and go and download their podcast as well. Muse on the mic, taking you behind the scenes in uh, big advocates for the sex work industry as well. They kind of walk you through it, educate you, talk about men, talk about responsibility, and talk about the women, which is incredible. And they're powerful people, great entrepreneurs. Muse on the mic, great podcast. And, of course, brought to you by uh, Canada's luxury underwear, Gitch, engineered for any level of performance as well as everyday life. Buy three, get one free. Use promo code GITCH3 at checkout, and uh, you can use their underwear, their boxer briefs for pretty much anything. Super breathable. You can run, walk, sprint through your day. Barely their fabric, moisture wicking. You'll never want to take them off. You get an extra 15% off when you go to edsfineimports.com. You order them online, and you'll get one at checkout when you buy three or more if you use promo code GITCH3, edsfineimports.com. Have a great day, everybody. Appreciate you being here. Uh, thanks to everybody for spending some time with us. We appreciate it. As always, you can get everything to do at Cryer Media, Cryer.co. You can also get everything we do on YouTube, YouTube Cryer Media, Dean Blundell Show on YouTube, and you can get everything to audio versions of the podcast wherever you get your fine audio podcasts. Have a wonderful day, everybody. Thanks for being here. Really appreciate your time. Bye. <laughs>
I'm Matt Kundle, host of the Sound Off Podcast, the show about podcast and broadcast. Since 2016, we've been speaking with amazing people who have populated your ears for decades. Legendary broadcasters, research wizards, talent experts, podcasters, voice talent, almost 400 stories, all for free. Subscribe or follow the Sound Off Podcast on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Amazon Music, or at soundoffpodcast.com. I'm Jeff Woods, and I'm shining a light on music and the rock stars who make it. He just was one of those people. He, he stood out. He was a magic guy. He really was a magic guy. All, we all have force. He had the same amount of force as we all have. This was before Led Zeppelin. Robert was full on. I mean, he was Led Zeppelin without the band behind him. He had the hair, the jeans, the whole thing, you know. And he was amazing. The Records and Rockstars podcast heard around the world and yours to hear wherever you get podcasts. All the episodes from JeffWoodsRadio.com.